0: So wait, what?
1: What?
2: You are listening to So Wait What podcast. I think everyone has a time in their life that has shaped who they are today. Whether or not they can pinpoint that exact moment, well, that may not always be so easy. But there are other times where something happens that is so glaringly obvious, so enormous, that there's no doubt that that moment was the moment that shaped you. Sometimes that moment is when you hit rock bottom. Sometimes that moment isn't so pretty. But if you can survive that, You might make it out the other side, a better person for it. I sat down with my cousin Thomas to discuss exactly one of those moments. Thomas, now creeping towards his mid-20s, has to go back in time quite a ways, actually, for that one moment. I want to warn my listeners at this point that the story that you're about to hear is very graphic in nature. It might be disturbing for some young viewers. This is not recommended for the faint of heart.
1: I was in kindergarten at St. Francis Elementary. It's a Catholic private school in Bakersfield, California. I woke up one morning and I was feeling rather ill. I guess I, I told my mom I wasn't feeling well and she said well you're going to school anyways <laughs> so I, I went to school and I was feeling very I was feeling quite lousy I remember uh, I had quite a bit of gas that day from this stomach flu that I had and um <laughs> I remember we were sitting crisscross applesauce <laughs> on the ground.
2: Can you tell me what that means? So
1: crisscross applesauce, um, there's a few different variations of the term. Um, I don't know if you could say this in the today's political climate, but uh, it could be Indian style, <laughs> where you cross your legs. Um I've never seen applesauce poured in a crisscross pattern, but apparently you cross your legs and that's crisscross applesauce. It's just where you sit on the ground uh, without a chair and you cross your legs. I remember that that position in particular is not conducive for uh, someone who has a large amount of gas that's built up. Uh, I think I dropped a pencil or something and I leaned over to pick the pencil up and I squeezed out a pretty loud fart. And the acoustics for the room and on the floor were such that uh, I think a lot of people heard it. (laughs) But fortunately, I was sick, so I was kind of like, I was kind of hanging back in the back of the group. So I was kind of in the back of the pack, being pretty low key about it.
0: How many so, people were
1: in the room? There's probably 20 kids, okay. if I'd have to guess. Right around 20 kids, maybe high teens. Uh, it seemed like a lot more at the time because I was ripping farts. Was
0: attention called to you? Oh yeah, you? oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah.
1: I had a couple of my friends um, kind of give me a look, like, You okay, bro? And I.
0: And that's at kindergarten. Yeah, well,
1: that was it. Was a look. It wasn't. They weren't saying that, but it was a look, for sure. There was a look there, and uh, I kind of gave him a nod. Gave him a nod, like it's gonna be all right. Am I might, you know. But inside, I was really afraid that people would find out. And it was me that was uh, farting in the back of class.
0: At the time of the um, incident of the release of the gas, was there a scent that went along with Oh the scent?
1: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It was. It was bad. I mean, look. So a normal. So let me say this. A normal fart has a certain smell when you've got a stomach flu that's only amplified. The fart is only... The fart only gets worse when you have a stomach flu. So that's what I was working with that day. And that's what everybody... That's what everybody smelled. Um, I think I played it off pretty well considering the situation. But that's what what was going on.
0: For most people, this humiliation would be something that they would never be able to live down that day would live on forever as a reoccurring nightmare when you'd close your eyes to go to sleep but this wasn't the turning point in his life this was only the beginning of the nightmare Oh, wow, so that's a tough morning already
1: yeah that was just the morning that was just the morning let me just, that was, that was how my morning started.
0: Was there a point in your mind that morning that you thought it's time to go to the principal's office?
1: No, because honestly I was, I wasn't raised that way. I never, I was never raised to kind of tap out. I was a tough kid. Um, I might be sick and farting and embarrassing myself, but I was never gonna tap out. I was never gonna give up. I was gonna work hard every day, bring my lunch pail to school. Um, just wasn't in me. It's not how I was raised. My parents would be ashamed of me if I if I would tap out like that. So, just not, just not. That wasn't even an option, to be honest.
0: What happened
1: next? So we'll, well, what happened next is we, we finished the morning curriculum, and uh, this class was an AM class. Once the AM class was over, we went to lunch. Well, this is kind of where things get interesting. Uh uh-huh. So we play play recess and. We get to the entire recess. Well, pretty soon uh, uh, things start to turn south, and my my stomach starts to gurgle, and I feel things are not going well for my bowels. And at this moment, I start running as fast as I can towards the bathroom and it was pretty bad timing because as i started making my way towards the bathroom which is on the opposite side of the school from the kindergarten room the the recess bell rings so now i have i have a time constraint to this whole ordeal so i start freaking out and i'm running and to paint a picture I'm at this point, I'm flexing both my butt cheeks to hold in whatever's trying to get out of my butt (laughs) and uh, the bell rings and I make about five steps, like stiff legged steps towards the bathroom and I completely blow out the back of my trousers. (laughs) I mean, have, I have poop running down the back of my legs. It, It's it's a bad scene. Uh, at this point, my my spirit comes pretty close to being broken. <laughs> so I kind of I, – I stopped jogging because what's the point? So I'm just kind of doing this walk of shame towards the bathroom. And think that maybe I can salvage, I can maybe clean up somehow and just get it through this sh- very short amount of time that it takes to get through uh, this daycare time. Because my mom is, I mean, she's not very far from school. So she's, I mean, we're done with the class. I'm going to hang out at daycare for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour and she's going to pick us up. So all I have to do is just skate through that time window. And nobody knows. I just, I had explosive diarrhea in my pants. So I head towards the bathroom, and I mean, I I pull my pants down, and the the inside of my pants look like Omaha Beach. It's just, <laughs> it's just carnage. And I'm, I'm trying. I'm getting. Mind you, I'm like four years old. So, so. I was in a bad place, so I had to just wipe the poop off myself and just keep soldiering on. I do the best I can for a four-year-old. So I walk from the bathroom all the way across campus to the kindergarten classroom, and at this point, I am the very last person in line for roll call to the afternoon daycare. I, there's no way around. I mean, I reek. I, s- I smell worse than the bad farts I was letting out earlier in the day. Can I ask you a question? Yeah.
0: What is this looking like? I mean, so. What were you able to salvage? And what? So. Is it all internal? Is there like.
1: So, very fortunately for me, the, the the pants that we wore in our uniform were dark navy blue. So even though I had poop caked all over the inside of the pants in uh, a very liquid form, I, th- I, I mean, at this point, I'm thinking they kind of they blended in at least a little bit into the dark hue of the, the navy blue oh pants. I thought I had a puncher's chance at getting out of this because I only, I knew I only had a very limited time where where I had to kind of sneak by because I knew my mom was going to pick me up soon. Right. So I mean, it, there was still hope at this point. Um, mm-hmm. It might have been a little delusional looking back because I was covered in poop. <laughs> I remember we had an afternoon daycare teacher and she was a little rougher on the edges. And so I walked by her and I'm sorry to swear, but she says something smells like shit.
0: She said that in front of the kindergartners.
1: She said that to one of the teacher's aides. But I was in earshot and I knew she was talking about what I was dealing with. Did so she make
0: eye contact with you? She didn't
1: make eye contact with me. I think at that point she, she knew something was going on, but she didn't know it was me. So we get into the class. And again, this is a very common theme in kindergarten. Uh, we're all sitting crisscross applesauce. Well, at this time of the day, this was not an ideal pose for me. So I'm sitting down, legs crossed, just caked <laughs> just caked in diarrhea. <laughs> and I reek <laughs> I smell really, really bad. And everybody knows someone has pooped their pants. Now, they haven't pinpointed me just yet. So, the afternoon teachers were trying to figure out the source of the smell because it was permeating the entire room at this point, and it was probably distracting them during story time. So, the rough teacher that I'm talking about um, walks over and... Makes another comment, uh, you know? Did someone make a, you know? Did someone make an oopsie, or did someone, you know? Did some? Did someone have an accident? And she's looking in my general area because that's where the smell is coming from. So I, in an act of desperation, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wrap myself out here. Right. Let's be, let's be honest. So. There was this really weird girl in our class, and her name was So I had no problem at all blaming her for the smell. They're looking at me at this point, something, you know, something smells, who had an accident, and I I don't say anything, but I, like, make eye contact with them and shoot my eyes toward (laughs) Kind of like, um, like she, she done it. (laughs) And it actually works. And they take into the back bathroom and (laughs) check her for (laughs) pooping her pants because I was not willing to admit that I had soiled myself. So as soon as they called her to the bathroom, she starts bawling her eyes out. And it's kind of crazy because if you know you didn't poop your pants, why would you cry?
0: I mean, everyone else thinks now that hey,
1: you're the one who Well, you have your pants. to I mean, you have to stand up for yourself at that point. I don't think it, many 4-year-olds would stand up for themselves at that well point. I did I put it on well, <laughs> <laughs> anyways I, I buy myself a few precious minutes because I, I in the back of my mind I'm thinking my mom is gonna bust through the door at <laughs> any time and I'm gonna be out of here all I needed was time at this point and so they check <laughs> she clears and she comes back wiping the wiping the tears from her eyes. And I'm obviously a still trap. I'm not gonna say a single word. Before I go on, I want to add that our teacher's aid of all the days that this could have happened, she brought her dog to work. <laughs> so, things got really interesting and I don't know whoever's listening to this but dogs are known for their sense of smell so the rough kindergarten teacher turns to my assistant that brought her dog and says why don't you just let the dog loose and this terrier beelines it straight towards me it runs straight towards me and I mean it's it doesn't it doesn't take its time. I mean it knows exactly what where it's going and I try my best to like kind of push it away and steer it in another direction but it's all over me. And so at this point, I mean there's not a whole lot I can do. <laughs> so <laughs> so the teachers they they say, okay Thomas, come with us <laughs> <laughs> and I walk over there just covered in my own poop and they look and they like pull back the back of my pants and they're like yeah we got a winner you know so I'm I'm crying at this point again <laughs> because I think my life is over so my mom comes and, and picks us up and I smell like poop so we stopped at a store to get um, underwear and I remember this underwear because it was a uh, it was like Spiderman man underwear. I remember I was standing in line and people were like grimacing because they could smell all the poop all over me. So my mom told me to go like wait over on like, like another part of the store until she checked out and wow. I thought my life was going to be over, and I showed up um, the next day at school, and I don't think anybody even blinked an eye. I don't think anybody remembered that I pooped my pants, so I kind of narrowly escaped being like the kid that crapped in his pants as a kid.
0: A survivor.
1: Yeah, yeah, of sorts.
0: I... Really want to applaud your courage, yeah, and strength, and
1: mm-hmm. perseverance is the word you're looking for. You know, I might have I might have thrown a few few people under the bus that day, but once you get your back up against the wall, and your your motive and your goal in life it becomes self uh, self preservation. You know, you know, everything goes out the There's window. There's a
0: saying that one man's trash is another man's treasure. And the same can apply to something as horrific as what Thomas went through.
1: This is kind of like a cornerstone moment in my life. Pivotal. A lot of who I am today was based off of me pooping my pants in kindergarten.
0: What's interesting is how... Someone else that could have been in the exact same room could have such a different takeaway from such a pivotal moment in your life and such an extreme takeaway where they could see your lowest of low and actually be jealous of it. I was lucky enough to talk to someone who was in the room that fateful day.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Kevin Thomas's twin brother. We're the, that means we're the same age. Uh, I didn't know Thomas was going through all these problems the whole time. I was probably just playing basketball at recess, you know, you know, making three pointers or something. And uh, I come to find out that Thomas had soiled his pants. My main takeaway is I was pretty jealous that he got some nice underwear. I was definitely kind of hoping, like, right at the time, maybe I catch some bug right now. Mm -hmm. And I can get some Spider-Man underwear. I wasn't lucky enough, like Thomas, to uh, catch the bug, you know. But anyways, Thomas got a nice pair of underwear out of the deal. Do you
0: feel that this kind of sums up your life, that... Thomas always gets the Spider-Man underwear in life and you're always stuck smelling his poop.
1: <laughs> yeah, just you know, I guess I'm just deal with Thomas's crap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so <sweet>. Literally. <laughs> After hearing Thomas's story and listening to Kevin, I wonder is embarrassment just something that's in the eye of the beholder? And as long as the rest of us don't remember, or perhaps don't care, maybe it's all worth it. Why not poop our pants for a pair of Spider-Man underwear? So wait, what?
2: are listening to So Wait What podcast.